Welcome back, fuckers. Man, it's it's been a wonderful weekend. I hope it's been a wonderful weekend for everybody else who's listening out there. Um uh man, it's what what's today? What's today? It's a Sunday, March, I believe, 27th. Um yesterday I had my buddy Jason come on. I hope y'all enjoyed that episode. I was glad he got to come out and um <clears throat> be on the podcast with me. And um yeah, I really enjoyed that afterwards, you know, we just drank some beer and played some pool. Um but he he told me he had listened to um my episode that I did about uh the greatest musicians and I did it from 1800s up to 1950s or up to the beginning, like the end of the 1940 or whatever, you know. And um he said he he liked it and uh so I kind of little little fire under my butt to get back on it cuz I said I was going to be doing another part, which, I don't know, I guess I'm going to be doing multiple parts now, because the artists that come up, you know, from like 1950s up to now, was just, there's so many turning points, so many genres, so many good artists that I want to cover, so I'm going to be doing it, you know, every 10 years, so right now I'm doing 1950s to, you know, 1960s, or whatever, but just pretty much 1950s, so I went and chose three artists, um, I'll tell you as I go throughout the uh, episode, um, but yeah, uh, I hope y'all's weekend's been good, uh, I hope y'all really enjoy this episode, I hope everybody loves mu- music as much as I do, because um, this doing this shit, you know, really learning about these artists and stuff, um, it, it, it brings me joy, and, and listening to their music, as you know, as I'm doing research on them. Uh, I listen to their music the entire time, which I usually do about 45 minutes to an hour of research on each one of them, sometimes even longer, just depending. Because what I do, like my process is, um, so I'll go through, look up their birth date, um, their death date. I will look up some biographies and what some people have wrote, like written down online. And then I'll, I'll choose a couple of websites that um I feel it like are legit and have some good info and I'll read through them and then as I'm reading them I will kind of pick an order of how I want to talk about it and so you know I pretty much I go through and write it down in my own words um there's a couple of spots where I just wrote down what they had on there but it, it's mainly in my own words uh, but I really enjoy doing it like it's it's real fun just sitting back and and man, there's songs that I've never, never heard before, and it just blows my mind that I've never heard them. They're just such wonderful songs, such wonderful artists, and and I'm glad that I get to share them with y'all and hopefully teach y'all about them or you know bring some out that you've never heard of. Um, and man, I I encourage everybody who listens to do the same. Just music is such a big part of history and a big part of everybody's lives. So I think it's real important everybody needs to do a little research on it. Um, whether you play instruments, whether you're in love with music or whatever, I think it's just, it, it burns, it burns a fire, red hot fire in everybody's heart and soul um, all through their life. And um, so yeah, that's just how I feel about it. You know, I got a passion for it. But um, well, I guess we shall begin. So like I said, we're starting in the 1950s. And um, we're just going to do, you know, artists who are real big to the 1950s. Um, so we're starting with Muddy Waters, the goddamn king of Delta Blues himself. 
McKinley Morganfield, or better known as Muddy Waters, was born April 4th, 1913 in, now this is going to be hard, Issaquina, Issaquina County, Mississippi. Man, I hope I didn't fuck that up. Uh, Muddy started his love for music by teaching himself how to play harmonica as a child. Um, I don't know anybody who's, well, I, I know people, but me personally trying to learn an instrument as a child has got to be very very difficult because i couldn't do it but uh i know my buddy steven started playing when he was a child i know jason learned when he was a child i know a couple other people that have been playing since i was younger uh, matthew um <clears throat> but yeah it's it's a hard thing to do but um picking up the guitar at the age of 17 muddy started forming his own version of delta blues he was inspired by Robert Johnson, uh, Sunhouse, and many others. <laughs> Muddy made himself known by playing gigs in the same cabin he lived in. Um, after a hard work week, he would then turn his cabin into a club over the weekend and invite people over to dance and drink and play music. That sounds like a goddamn good time right there, you know. Uh, that I wish that's something that I could do, you know, just... Which, I mean, I guess I could fucking do that. But, you know, party nowadays is frowned upon. You get the cops called on you because you're too fucking loud and shit. Um, but, I mean, fuck it. I'm, I'm sure he lived out there in the boonies. But, um, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good-ass time. You know, just turn your fucking house into a club on the weekend. Get fucked up. Have badass musicians and shit come out. Just dance and have fun. Uh, sounds amazing. Um, but let's continue. Um... Uh, Muddy Waters wasn't actually recorded till the 1941 by Alan Lomax. In 1943, Waters moved up to Chicago and started playing gigs in big, bigger clubs. In 1944, he bought his first electric guitar, which brought an uproar to his country blues, where he incorporated the slide. Now, if anybody don't, or if anybody who's listening and they don't know what a slide is, a slide. Um, there's people who play guitar. And stuff like that. Um, they even have like the lap guitar. Uh, and it's a lot of times it's in like country music and Delta Blues and Blues. But it's just a little metal cylinder. That's it. It fits over your finger. And uh, as you're playing chords or something, you'll just you'll slide it down the fret. And um, it just makes a, a wonk, like a wangy sound. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's the coolest shit. And if you know how to do it, it's super fucking cool. Like look it up, guys. Um... There's a dude on YouTube, his name's Justin Johnson, <laughs> and um, he is super fucking good at playing the Delta Blues, and um, I, you know, I urge y'all to look him up, he's really good, and really good with the slides, sorry, I got the fucking hiccups right now, um, he, he didn't get his first electric, car, electric guitar for a while, which I know that makes a huge difference, um, 1944. That makes a huge ass difference. But um, yeah, he got that in 1944. Um, throughout his life, he became foremost exponent of modern Chicago blues. Muddy Waters went on to be conducted into the Blues Hall of Fame. He was an inspiration to all of rock and roll of his time, and in my opinion, was the beginning of rock and roll. Um, yeah, uh, as I've kind of went through and learned and stuff like that. I realized, you know, Muddy Waters had his specific sound, his unique sound, and um, 
it it was more of a blues sound and stuff like that. So I wouldn't say he was the beginning of rock and roll, but he was a part of the transition. Like definitely, he was a part of the transition. Muddy Waters died April thirtieth, nineteen eighty three, at Chicago's Good Samaritan Hospital of a heart attack. Muddy will forever be known as one of the best to ever play Delta Blues, and in my opinion, he was the king of Delta Blues. That man could sing. Now, sorry, I'm sweating right now. Um, so I have a song for y'all. I want y'all to listen to. It's a wonderful, wonderful song. Um, now I'm not gonna play the entire song because it does get kind of repetitive. Um, it's called Manish Boy, but I just want y'all to get a little taste of this, uh, the Delta Blues, just in case nobody's ever heard of it, or if they have, like I did, they just didn't know the name of it, then you'll, you'll have you a good taste of it. And from the best, the king himself, Muddy Waters. Let's see if I can get this going. Shit, my bad. Hold on. We're having technical difficulties here. Oh, it connected to some headphones. <laughs> That's not good. There we go. Let's try it now. My bad, guys. He's a goddamn hoochie coochie man. That's the shit right there. Goddamn. That shit a lot of fire under your ass right there. But um yeah, that was um I know I know he wasn't strictly nineteen fifties or nothing like that. Like if anybody goes out and does research on him, like you might see, you know, he was more famous before that, but he did have songs come out in nineteen fifties and stuff and um was still popular in nineteen fifties. Not he definitely deserved to be on the list and i did not add him on the uh, last list i did 
<clears throat> you know, before the 1950s. So I, I had to get Muddy Waters out there because he is one of the kings, one of the fucking kings. But uh, y'all go out and look up Muddy Waters if you don't know nothing about him. Go learn something, and I hope you learn something from me. And I, I hope you liked his music. I'm sorry the music, the audio quality is shitty, like always, because I'm playing music directly to my microphone <laughs> from my fucking uh, my phone. And uh, let's see if I can get this case off my phone to make it sound a little clearer and better. I got this fucking life-proof case, and it kind of muffles the sound, and I want y'all to get some good quality out of it. Hold on one second. All right, I got out the case. I got to give me a drink of apple juice. Oh, yeah, I think this is the first episode I haven't had alcohol. <clears throat> God damn, did you hear that? Hey, it's the first episode I haven't had a, a beer or a shot of whiskey or something. So, yeah, just some good old apple juice today. But um, let's see. Next on the list, and I, everybody knows this guy, and I had some negative comments to say about him, but... I had no reason to say these negative comments because um, he is he he is uh, one he's one of the best and uh, as I was doing research on him I really realized how good he was um, let me let me look up this song real quick I'm not gonna play it. I'm just gonna look it up so I can have it loaded up all right. So, this next person we have, he is known as the king of rock and roll, or just the king, whatever you want to call him, but Elvis Presley. Elvis Aaron Presley was born January 8th, 1935, in Tupelo, Mississippi. Nicknamed the king of rock and roll, Elvis was actually heavily influenced by R&B and soul that he heard from his church. So, he was... He was heavily influenced by, um, I guess, he, he would go to church very often in the uh, the choir and how they sang. And um, <clears throat> I think he went to a uh, an all-black church or something like that. I, I, I wish I would have wrote that down. That's important facts right there. But, um, yeah, um, he, he, he was, he, he got a lot of his, um, his soul and shit like that from the church. And, uh. Thank God he did, because that boy can sing. Uh, here's a sad fact that I didn't know. I'm sure a lot of people don't know. But um, he actually had a stillborn twin brother. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. He, 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 he would have had a twin brother running around with him. Now, I don't know how the talent would have went or if they would have went the same route. But if there was another one of him, could you imagine how crazy that would have been? They could have had duets and all kinds of crazy shit going on, you know, had their just a little band going, you know, and it would have been wild, wild, because people went crazy for Elvis Presley. God, fuck, so crazy. Um, Elvis received his first guitar at 11 years of age. It was gifted to him by his uncle Johnny Smith and his pastor Frank, Frank Smith. Um, not really worrying about getting better at guitar Elvis focused more on his voice so what what I had read and shit 
you know, instead of continuously learning guitar and getting really good at it so he can play, you know, guitar really good and sing really good, you know, he kind of just played rhythm. Um, I mean, you can watch some of his videos. He doesn't, like, break out in solos or anything like that. He just plays the rhythm throughout his songs, you know. And so, but he was better known for his voice, you know, his, his charm, his voice, um, his charisma. He he was just all around, was made for the camera. <laughs> um, Elvis focused more on his voice. Elvis had a pretty humble come up, being rejected many, many, many times by bands and even a quartet saying he couldn't sing. They also said that he did not have a ear or have an a ear for um tone and which is so crazy because if you listen to that man god damn he can sing so fucking good and, and it was new unique for that time and um which uh, anyways let me continue because this this kind of explains a little bit how, how he became famous um july 5th 1954 was about the time elvis uh unique voice was accepted Scotty Moore, which was uh, somebody who was working with Elvis at the time, said Elvis had they were in a uh, a studio. Him and Scotty Moore and his uh, bass player, his uh, buddy Bill, uh, said he he was he just started singing a song, just a random song that he had heard, and he started jumping around like a fool and dancing. And um, he said his buddy Bill picked up the bass and was started doing the same thing. They just they were just going wild in the uh, wild in the studio. And whenever uh, he was asked, what are you doing? Oh, he said, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. So they recorded it. And uh, I'm guessing this is where he started moving his hips and, and, you know, the crazy legs and all the crazy shit that was that was the devil's work and stuff like that. I'm, I'm sure that's where this came from. But um, that song uh, turned out to be uh, a song called That's All Right. Elvis then went on to sell billions and billions of records, multi-platinum, like, just, he is crazy. I think it said he was one of the highest, if not the highest, like, he had sold the most records, I'm not sure. Um, uh, one of the biggest musicians of all time, and he, and changed how music would be perceived forever, definitely. He, he was the transition, like... He wasn't just a part of it. He was the transition into rock and roll. And um, I don't want anybody to put him down because I kind of did. And I felt bad about it because when I started listening to it and reading into it and seeing where he came from, like, I, I took everything back. My bad. I had a burp. Elvis died August 16th, 1977 at the age of 42 to heart disease. So I think there was a story about how he died on the toilet or something like that. But um, I'm not sure about that. But anyways, I got a wonderful, wonderful song. I'm gonna play it all the way through. It this song gave me goosebumps. Like it's just it's crazy, and I hope y'all enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, of course, we have an ad. I know y'all fucking love YouTube and their ads and shit. Uh, it pisses me off. Oh no, it's not gonna load. Don't do this to me right now. You can't do this to me. Oh my god. Man, so I got this iPhone 11. Um, I've had it for a couple of weeks. And before this, I had the iPhone 7. That iPhone 7 ran twice as good as this fucking iPhone 11. 
Like I don't I don't understand. Like they wanted me to upgrade and it's just so shitty. Like I don't get it. It's supposed to be able to get internet faster. I don't fucking know about this shit. No. Anyways, I'll explain it as I'm waiting for this shit to load. So it's Elvis Presley. Um he's singing this song, If I Can Dream. And it was 1968. It was a comeback special. You can look it up on YouTube. It's exactly how I said that. Elvis Presley, If I Can Dream, the 60, uh, 68 comeback special. It's like the first video on there. And, um, oh my God, he kills it. Just absolutely kills it. Like I said, it gave me goosebumps. Oh my God, it's not playing. Oh, you gotta be shitting me. Uh We'll wait for this. I got a drink of apple juice. Uh, hey guys, um, so while I'm waiting on this shit to fucking load up, I'm gonna my next uh, episode, like the best musicians, it'll be the 1960s. Anybody who's listening and has my number or on Facebook or anything like that, let me know if there's a musician. Uh, that you would like to learn about or like have me talk talk about because um, I'll definitely do it I'm I'm down to learn about anything you know or anyone um, yeah just if y'all want somebody uh, for me to talk about I'll do it just text me let me know right, let's see here if I can dream please come on load oh it's killing me it's killing me. Wow. Do 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 Man. What am I doing wrong? I got a question for y'all. Have y'all ever heard of Man of War? They're most likely going to be um, in in the future episode. You know, around 1980s probably. I'll, I'll throw them in there. <clears throat> there are the kings of metal. Here we go. It loaded an ad. We'll see how this goes. I need to get Wi-Fi. That's what I need to get. I still don't have fucking Wi-Fi. And nope, that's not it. It's not going to fucking play it. Oh my god. This is terrible. Oh, fuck, I farted. Shit, we'll just fucking move on for now, I guess. God damn it, man. I knew this was going to happen. We'll just move on. So the next person is Ray Charles. Ray Charles, um, so, it, I don't know if y'all know him just by name, but if I explain him, he was blind, he played the piano, could sing really well, always had the glasses on, was always dancing, you know, rocking his head back and forth while he was playing the piano and everything. He was, he's, he's a very interesting person, um, God, I, very talented, I'm not sure if people believe in talent or anything like that, but, God, he learned, he learned so much, um, Ray Charles Robertson Sr. was born September... Hold on before I continue. Y'all know he had 12 children? 12 children. 
Oh my fucking god. 12 fucking children. That's crazy. Anyways, my bad. Was born September 23rd, 1930 in Albany, Georgia. He was raised in Greenville, Florida. Ray learned how to play piano before he was five. Before he was five years old, guys. Imagine that. He had this shit down. Um, At six, he contracted glaucoma that left him blind. So that's, you know, that's, it's shitty and it sucks. But maybe it was better that he got it when he was younger. So, because, uh, I mean, when you're that age, you still have so much to learn. And if he was to get it when he was like 30, I mean, it might be harder to learn. But, um, yeah, he contracted glaucoma at six and it left him blind. A uh, famous quote from Ray is, um, I was born with music inside me. That's the only explanation I know. And very true to his words, Ray went on to learn the alto sax, clarinet, trumpet, and organ, along with the piano. That's, that is one, two, three, four, five instruments. That is ridiculous. This dude was made for music. And and it's crazy because he, he did all this, he had to learn all this in Braille. Um, he went to a, uh, he went to a special, a special school, you know, obviously he had to learn how to read Braille. Um, and, and, and that's, he started studying the, uh, sheet music and shit like that and reading notes and stuff in Braille. Um, his dad died when he was 10 and his mother passed away five years later after his mother passing. He dropped out of school to work in dance bands around Florida. Ray settled in Seattle where he met Quincy Jones and Bumps Blackwell. Charles assembled a guitar, bass, and piano trio. Around the same time, uh, Ray dropped his last name so he wouldn't get confused with the famous boxer Sugar Ray Robinson. So, you know, Ray Charles Robinson Sr. is his name. So he dropped the Robinson, so they just started calling him Ray Charles. Um, Yeah, now let's see if we can get this Elvis shit to work. What's crazy is it loads the ads, but it will not load the video. Oh, it's driving me nuts. And enjoy that ad. I'm not sponsored by J.P. Morgan. <laughs> oh my Lord Jesus, this is killing me. Let's see. Let me let me cut my my data off. I apologize, guys. I wish I had better data, but I'm a cheap bastard. Um, let's see. Shit, I'm on LTE, man. Shit. Fucking lightning speed. Ain't no fucking lightning speed about this shit, man. God damn it. Somebody that knows about phones, let me know what the fuck is going on. Because I'm like a caveman to this shit. Oh my goodness. I want to play y'all some Ray Charles too, man. I hope it'll play Ray Charles. It better be able to. Search. That's a no-go. Boop. 
Motherfucker, man. What if my internet's working? Biography. So I'm gonna look some more shit up about Ray Charles here. Damn, my internet just gave all all of a sudden. God damn it, man. No, this is like what I'm living off of right now, man. This is what this whole episode's about. I apologize for this shit, man. Anyways, so, man, I, I really hope y'all enjoy music. Um, I hope y'all enjoy this episode. <clears throat> I might have to cut it short if my internet's not fucking working because that's kind of what I'm, I need. I need y'all to listen to this, this bomb-ass music I have set up for y'all. It's fucking good. But, um, long, you know, why don't y'all tell me some of y'all's favorite artists, you know, if y'all, you know, people who know me who listen to this shit, text me, um, what are y'all's favorite artists, you know, throughout time, any time, it doesn't have to be a certain time period, just whatever, whoever, you know, favorite band, favorite artist, it could be 1800s, it could be 1900s, it could be somebody from the future, I don't fucking know, you, you could be a fucking time traveler or some shit. Um, damn, I, what I should have done is fucking download the music, um, damn it, alright guys, we'll be right back, let me see if I can get this to work, alright guys, I'm back, and I finally, finally got fucking Elvis Presley, if I can dream, here you go. Check this shit out. There must be lights burning brighter somewhere. Got to be birds flying higher. In a sky more blue If I can dream of a better land Where all my brothers walk hand in hand Tell me why, oh why, oh why Can my dream come true Oh why There must be peace and understanding Sometimes strong winds of promise that will blow away all the doubt and fear. If I can dream of a warmer sun where hope keeps shining, oh, ever be one. Tell me why, oh, why, oh, why won't that sun?
That shit was <clears throat> that shit was live. Sorry, I'm not fucking crying or anything. We're fucking I was swallowing saliva. <laughs> but um yeah, that shit was live. That motherfucker sounds so goddamn good. I I hope y'all feel the same way I feel about it, but oh man, like uh, just look it up, listen to it on some better speakers, because I know my fucking audio quality right now, playing that through my microphone, is not the best, but that song, oh my god, play that through some, through your car, through PA speakers, as loud as you fucking can, and just, just listen to the words that he has to say, you know, if I can dream, that's all you need, that's all you need is a dream in this, this cruel fucked up world. As long as you have a dream, you can keep on moving forward, you know. So that's a that's a good good message in that song. It's a great song. He's a wonderful singer, great artist. Um, I think he he definitely deserves you know the name the king. But um, yeah. Back to Ray Charles. I'm sorry that I kind of cut the uh, the uh, attention off of Ray Charles. He definitely deserves it. He is a wonderful musician. But um. Let's get some more info about Ray Charles up on here, because I definitely uh, did not write down everything that I should have. Let's see. Yeah, buddy, Ray Charles, man, he could get it if you listen to him on the piano. Oh, he can get it, and he's just loving it. I mean, a lot of people know him because he'll be playing the piano, and he'll lean his head back, and he'll just start. Oh, he'll start waving his head around, just getting after it. Um, yeah, watch him on YouTube. Watch him on YouTube. It is crazy. And apparently there is a movie. Um, shit, I need to watch it. I need to fucking watch it. Let's see here. Um, here we go. Charles pioneered the soul music genre. No, I'm reading this off of Wikipedia, guys. This is just me trying to give you all some information. Charles pioneered the soul music genre during the 1950s by combining blues, jazz, rhythm and blues, and gospel. So, soul music. Soul music, guys. That's, oh, so good, so good. Styles music he recorded for Atlantic. He contributed to the integration of country music rhythm and blues and pop music during the 1960s 
with his crossover success on ABC Records, notably with his two Modern Sounds album. Um, while he was with ABC, Charles became one of the first black musicians to be granted artistic control by a mainstream record company. Now, I don't know if I know anything about that, but companies normally don't give you any type of control. Like, you're normally just like a face, you know, and a voice and that they can sell. And they tell you what you can do, what you can say. You know, they, they fuck with the words you write and shit like that. And there's been a few artists throughout time, you know. And I think, I'm not saying that maybe Charles, you know, Ray Charles, like, argued with him or anything. I think he was just that damn good that they just, he was doing everything right. There was no way to fuck it up, you know. There was no way, like, you couldn't fuck up what Ray Charles was making. So I think they were like, you know what, man? You get full creative control. Take it, all of it. Uh, Charles' 1960 hit, Georgia on My Mind, was the first of his three career number one hits on the Billboard Hot 100. His 1962 album, Modern Sounds in Country and Western Music, became his first album to top the Billboard 200. Uh, Charles had a lot of singles on various billboards. Um, Charles cited um, Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. Y'all look him up. He's great as a primary influence, but his music was also influenced by Louis Jordan and Charles Brown. He had a lifelong friendship with occasional partnership with Quincy Jones and Frank Sinatra. Oh, no, no, no. My bad. My bad. With Quincy Jones. Frank Sinatra called Ray Charles the only true genius in show business. Although Charles downplayed his notion, Billy Joel said Charles. Well, Billy Joel said this may sound like sacrilege. Sac- sacrilege. How do you say that word? S a c r i l e g e. But I think Ray Charles was more important than Elvis Presley. God, that's saying something right there. And I think I think all the artists I bring up are important in their own way. Um, you know. Like, it, how I look at it is, like, Elvis Presley, you know, he's the king of rock and roll. He was, he paved the way to what rock and roll is nowadays. Now. And it's not good nowadays, but there was a time where rock and roll was good, you know. And um, Elvis paved that way. He he changed, he changed the world of music when he came out. And Ray Charles did the same shit, but he did it just in a different way. It wasn't with rock, but it was... It was with the souls and the blues and the country and and uh, R&B and stuff like that. And definitely both of them are definitely equally important, but in their own way. Um, for his musical contributions, Charles received the Kennedy Center Honors and the National Medal of Arts and the Polar Music Prize. He was one of the inaugural indu- inductees at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1986. He has won 18 Grammy Awards. God damn. The Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 1987 and 10 of his recordings have been inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. Rolling Stone ranked Ray Charles number 10 on their list of 100 Greatest Artists of All Time and number 2 on their list of the 100 Greatest Singers of All Time. I definitely... Oh, I need to do an episode on that. I need to go through and see what Rolling Stone's ranked for their 100 greatest artists of all time because that's essentially what i'm doing but i'm not doing 100 artists but that's essentially what i'm doing and so um let's see um in 2003 charles had successful hip replacement surgery and was planning to go back on tour until he began suffering from uh, other ailments he died at his home in beverly hills california of complications resulting from liver failure 
on June 10th, 2004, at the age of 73, he lived a, a long, good, successful, wonderful, impactful life. His funeral took place on a, sorry, my bad, I farted again. <laughs> His funeral took place on June 18th, 2004, at the First African Methodist Ep Episcopal Church of Los Angeles. Um, with numerous musical figures in attendance, B.B. King, Glenn Campbell, Stevie Wonder, Went Marcellus each played a tribute at the funeral. He would, oh my God, that had to be wild. He was in, interred, interred. Oh God, I can't say that. Oh, he he was put in the Inglewood Park Cemetery. Oh, Ray Charles, wonderful, wonderful. Now let's let's find some music so y'all can enjoy it. Just listen to how wonderful he was, how talented he was, and and he could play multiple instruments. Like, not just two or three, but like five. It's fucking wild. Let's see. Let's find. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more, no more. Yeah, we're going to listen to that one. Well, no, no, no. I got this one. This one. Oh, of course, I got a fucking ad. Oh, man, I fucking. I love music. Check it out. I got a woman. Way over town, that's good to me. Oh yeah, say I got a woman. Way over town, good to me. Oh yeah, she give me money when I'm in need. Yeah, she's a kind of friend indeed. I got a woman. That's good to me. Oh, yeah. She says a loving early in the morning just for me. Always treats me right Never running in the streets And leaving me alone She knows a woman's place Is right there now in her home I got a woman Way over town That's good to me Oh yeah She's all right. 
comments it says jamie fox did a phenomenal job at playing the great ray charles rip mr charles yes r.i.p mr charles um so apparently i guess jamie fox <clears throat> played him in the movie um which is great because jamie fox is fucking awesome badass fucking actor man let's see we'll hit another one another iconic song just because ray charles is so damn good right here hit the road jack Oh shit, that's a fucking ad. I forgot my bag. <laughs> Let's see, here we go. entire fucking song he was just cheesing and rocking his head back and forth he really enjoyed music he was the embodiment of music he was fucking music just like his quote said it was it was in him it's been in him all along he was made for music and um and that was him playing the piano right there and i think in that last song he was playing the trumpet and the i got a woman um <clears throat> yeah man he's just god damn these these iconic artists man uh, whoever's listening, go go and do your own research on Learn what you want to learn and listen to the music. You know, I've only played one song. I played one song of many, many, many. They have multiple albums, each of them. Go back and listen to I mean, You don't got to listen to all of them. But, I mean, just find you a couple songs because these are, these are people that definitely deserve to be on, you know, your list as, you know, some of your top favorite artists. And um, 
Well, just like he said, hit the road, I'm finna hit the bed. Um, It's damn near midnight now, but I was just so damn excited to uh, talk about these musicians that I just had to get it out tonight. But, um, yeah, I'm finna hit the bed. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed. I hope y'all learned something. Um, Go out, listen to that music. Um, If if y'all have any musicians y'all want me to talk about in the future, y'all let me know. Um, Other than that, uh, y'all have a good night. And I'll talk to y'all next time. Adios.